Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week nine is on the way, and we're in the inter- international break here. Jake is back from curating pubic hair of international players. Jake, how are you, buddy? What was I doing? I don't know. I just figured that's what you're doing over international break, traveling the world, cur- curating pubic hair of different players. I, I, I didn't think so, but I guess I don't know. How would you not know that? I'm, you have a collection I'm, of laminated pubic hairs on your wall. I mean, the last time I checked, I didn't, but I may. This is I, Mohammed Salah's and it's got <laughs> some, uh, there's definitely some coronavirus on there. I don't know. What if, like, the player shaves, though? Is that how I get at them? Yeah, that's exactly how you get it. Okay. Otherwise, you just, like, stroll don't? into the shower, right? You, like, stroll into the shower after the games, like you're <laughs> on the team, you know? You got a towel yeah. around your neck, right? You got a pair of scissors in the towel so you can slide it out and snip, snip. Good to go. Yeah. Oh, God. That could be, like, your new thing, Jake. Yeah, we're back. We're back. International break. Yeah. Um. So, we're both a little out of the loop. To, we should probably admit that right off the top, huh? just like every week. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I don't know. Did you watch any international matches or did you track any of the matches and how players played? Um, I've actually... That is something that I did do, so I'm not completely useless, but I'm not up to date on like the, the whole situation health-wise for players. That's uh, kind of a little nerve-wracking for me. I don't think anyone really is. We'll, we'll, well, maybe we can dig into that right now. I, we might as well. I, I, um, so we'll talk about my wild card, which I played last week. But I currently have uh, four players that are listed as um, flagged. So they're 50% or worse. Um, so what, uh, what are your updates on that and like with your team? Um, I have, I, well, I have four players. One is Dale Stevens. So I guess three players. Let's be real. Um, don't do Dale like that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Come on, man. We'll count Dale, but some of them are, well, actually three of them are 75%. Sol is my only one. That's not, I I mean, I don't know what that number means in this game, but yeah. 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 I guess we're going to need to wait for pressers, right? So a lot of people have a Liverpool defender, um, a lot of people have Chilwell. A lot of people have Salah, Wilson. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, so I guess we'll just see. I, 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 we'll talk a little bit about it. A few people have questions about it, and we can we can maybe dig into it a little bit more. But um, I thought we'd start the podcast with a, re- a review that Mr. Hope Hicks, formerly known on this podcast as Native American Drake. Also, I don't know why Native American Drake changed his name to future Mr. Hope Hicks. I gave him that name. Not Mr. Future Hope Hicks, Native American Drake. I'm not super happy about that. But um, so so he wrote a like a mock review of our podcast. Uh, and it's kind of mean and it's funny. And uh, so we're going to read it. Okay. Okay. Are you buckled in? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Um, I don't know the voice of Mr. Hope Hicks. So I'm going to guess it's... um. He thinks himself a scholar. Okay? I'm not sure. So, last episode, you said people in the FPL community are too nice. So, here is the roast of your podcast. I hope my words result in you both waterlogging your microphones with your tears. The art of the dive, more like the fart of the dive. Marco, more like... Marco, go do some more research so your FPL rank isn't in the low eight millions. Jake, more like Miss Jake, like mistake, because you are one. So is your FPL team. Also, are we going to address the fact that Jake is pretending his wife has a wine business? Look, I don't know about you, but what business would allow someone to drink its supply? I think Jake uses alcohol to cope with his awful scores and has fabricated a wife. Like, let's be realistic, Jake. A wife? Let's start smaller, buddy. Like, reducing the number of size in an episode. 
and business wow. to pre- and business to prevent getting help. The only reason Marco doesn't sort this out is because he can't lose the only person with a lower FPL score. Marco, your co-podcaster has fabricated a wife, a business, and a cat. Although the cat noises are very convincing, we all know they're fake. Stop indulging him. How was that? I mean, that was guys deep and and harsh. That was longer than I I'm, thought it was. Pretty aggressive too. I'm I'm kind of I'm I may be waterlogging my microphone right now. Is that a sexual thing? <laughs> no, no, that's hurtful. Gosh, oh, okay. I'm trying. My team just sucks. Yeah, you are. You know what, Jake? You are trying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna attack you today. Um, uh, those and some of those burns were good, right, Jake? Yeah, those those were more good, like yeah. Miss Jake, like mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh, anyone else that wants to write a mean bad review for the podcast would love. We'd love to have it. It's a great way to start the pod, I think, and it really sets the tone for what we're all about here. So. Thanks, Native American Drake. Okay, really appreciate it. Um, so let's start with this, Jake. Um, why? Why the hell are we? Why is there an international break? What's I don't the point? know, but I, I don't know, but I'm gonna say one thing. I'm excited about USA soccer since we have to listen to all the English people be excited about their young team. I'm excited about our young team. Yeah, their young team that's not that young anymore. Yeah, right? they're, well, like, they're yeah. young youngish but yeah yeah Yeah, no the 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 boys were buzzing loved loved seeing them play it was really fun to see uh a real team and and man we've got some we've got some studs now it's really exciting Uh, first time in my lifetime that we have we have some proper outside backs at our disposal um and i Mm -hmm. think uh i think that that's almost always been one of the one of the the shortcomings of the United States national team, and then furthermore, we we have central midfield players who are just incredibly progressive. I mean, they they want to play forward passes, they can carry the ball past defenders, and I was looking at the progressive run charts of our of our middle three, and the number of like runs they made in behind was ridiculous. Like they made central runs like through through between the center backs. They also made like McKinney kept making these outside overlapping runs like around Dest because Dest was playing on the left back spot against Panama. He'd be cutting in. It was so cool to see. Um, so, anyways, yeah, really, really exciting. It's like real soccer. Yeah, they gotta they gotta actually like get those guys. Some of them signed though. I didn't. I I forgot that they have to like be capped in an like non friendly game for it to count. Yeah, they call that cap blocking, <laughs> yeah. Jake. That's cap blocking yeah. yeah well it's weird because was that the way it's always been i don't know maybe it is uh yeah fifa does kind of I, I, it's been that way for a long time but fifa does okay. change the details of those rules and they i think in my opinion they've in the last 10 years or so they've become much more liberal with who you can play for mm-hmm. um and also mm-hmm. these players again in the last i think i mean i know it's always happened but for me it feels like more in the last 10 years the players have uh explored those options a lot more internationally so they're like you know they play with england they play with the u.s they play well we've got guys that have like spanish english you know uh jamaican Mm -hmm. uh, u.s citizenship you know they have all these different options they can play basically with anyone um so that's and i think i think it's different now you know the young players they know that the international career you know it's not just like i want to play for the u.s like no they know that there's you know playing for different national teams means different things and um and different opportunities you know performing on the national stage is a huge deal and so like if a player might be a fringe team for spain but you know could play for the u.s then they're gonna they're gonna play for the u.s even if they don't really have strong ties here yeah hope i mean hopefully some of them look good yeah yeah it was fun to watch but i just don't get the whole international break thing i know we're supposed to be talking about like fpl and we're talking about international soccer and progressive midfield runs but um but it's just like it really it really it's so frustrating i don't know like what what is the point of all of this that all of the individual international federations uh, is it anything more than a money grab 
Well, I mean, some of it's like qualifi- qualification, I right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, for you, some, you for have to have very, those games. Yeah, but for a very few teams, right? Well, African Cup of Nations, I think, and then England. I don't know what the – or, sorry, Euro- European. I don't know. Is it for Europa or – Oh, yeah, God. The Euro- European that's Championships. Yeah, that it's yeah, some the sort, it's qualifying for that. So, but but still, yeah. it's like, okay, sure. So maybe half the teams had an excuse to have games and the other ones just had internationals. I mean, the, the problem is the game density is already so high. And all these players are playing week in and week out in their leagues. And then we pull them from that and we say, cool, you're going to play now Thursday, Monday, and or whatever, Thursday, Sunday, or and that's what most of the teams play. And then we're going to send you back. And you're going to fly on a plane across the world again, back to your teams. And then you're going to play again on the weekend. Like these guys needed a week off. Okay. I mean, I know the players like to play, but like physically and mentally, I think they needed a week off. I'm not in the camps, but I just don't think it's, it's right. Oh, not to mention there's, there's an international pandemic. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, we all forgot about COVID this year. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Right. In America, we did. It's not even real. Uh, Garf writes in, Hi, guys. When all said and done, I'm pretty sure these flags will magically just disappear just in time. But taking early free hits just isn't a good idea ever, is it? Um, I mean, I think probably, yeah, that's probably fair. Right? Like, yeah. That's probably... If you would have wild carded, you could have done it to, to gain money for sure. But um, I'm not going to lie. I did an early wild card. So oops you early wild yeah you early wild carded or, or sorry i mean transfer? i early i early took a free transfer i took an early free transfer who did you transfer it worked out uh i mean we can talk about it now we can talk about it now, later. now now <laughs> i brought in fernandez because i knew he was gonna price rise oh. and you saw me for son bring in fernandez yeah. and you were like well, well we'll so good that. i'm so horny God, for him right now i'm not gonna i mean I'm glad your season like turned around in one week, but it's like so frustrating, just so frustrating for me. Because we'll I'm so good. It. Yeah. Well, I'm still beating you, but yeah. 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 Right. 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 That's for gonna now. keep. That's for gonna now. keep happening. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Right. If um, I have the same team as you, could. Yeah, you do have the exact same team as me. That's what you did last year too. You did the exact same thing. You were like, you started the year a little better than me, and then you just turned your team into my team for the rest of the season to try to stay ahead. It, how did that go for you? It went poorly. Yeah. It's a great, <laughs> it went poorly. Uh, uh, Mark makes a great point here. He said, broadly speaking, Jake tends to chase last week's points, i.e. Fernandez uh, when dispensing FPL <laughs> advice in the pod. Is it time to replace Jake with Jake's mom as co-host? Your mom would probably be a better co-host to be completely honest. Okay. Listen, listen, Mark. I, <laughs> I would have brought in Fernandez the prior week, but I actually thought him playing against Everton wasn't that easy of a game and that Son against West Brom would actually do something, uh, like get an assist at least. So, How did that go? Yeah, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. And that's like my this year in a nutshell for me. I, I ended up on the week on 68 points with a captain of who got me a clean sheet point. You know, like if I would have just captained literally anyone else on my team except for you know my defender one defender who got me two points i would have had at least 12 points for my captain yeah like every single player on my team got me points except for sun against west brom no sense makes no sense i mean i know that's everybody i know a lot of people are in the same boat except for you which is well done but just hard are you pretty upset yeah, I'm over it now. Okay. I'm feeling better. Uh, is it Jake's fault that Trump won Florida? Mark also asks. Probably. Let's see why not. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Trust the Pogsess writes in with news out of Wales that Ryan Reynolds and Mac from Always Sunny have bought Wrexham AFC. Who are the FPL Always Sunny doppelgangers? Frank is obviously Pickford, <laughs> but any others? Are you an Always Sunny fan, Jake? Uh, I've only watched a few episodes, so oh, I have to no. get into it. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, great show. Everyone should be watching it. It's very funny. Um, yeah, big news that they bought bought the club. I'm excited about that. Um, I don't know who the other doppelgangers would be. I haven't really thought. I haven't really thought too much about it. The characters are so absurd 
uh, and crazy on the show. Who's fat? That would be Mac. Which is there a fat player out there that needs to lose some weight? Mac. Tell me who that would be. Right in. Um, and then somebody who's completely obsessed with himself. That would be Dennis. And then somebody who thinks that they're really, really good, but they're not actually good, and everyone makes fun of them, that would be D. Um, that's that's the crew. So I think we'll have to think about that a little bit. Um, Steve writes in, after the intro to this week's pod, uh, are you giving Jake the nickname Happy Dildo More? Hmm. I, I don't know why, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not picking up what yeah, Steve's I don't get the joke, down. but you're happy dildo more now, Jake. Uh, African Jake, okay. just a dumb thought. Football matches should conclusively end with a winner. If there's no winner after the allotted 90 minutes, teams go straight to penalties where the eventual winner takes two points and the loser gets one point. Outright winner in 90 minutes gets three full points. Just completely changing up the way the way the like game is all scored. Of, is is African Jake like secretly a hockey fan? Because I think that's yeah. what they do for hockey. Something, something like that. Sort. Yeah, they do something like that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And I think it's dumb, but yeah. <laughs> oh, really? You hate your, you... you hate your African namesake's idea? Well, he even said it's a dumb thought. So why would you preface it as a dumb thought if you want it to be like that? <clears throat> okay, happy Dildo more. Whatever. Maybe not so happy, Dildo Moore should be my name. Uh, all right. Let's talk specifically about our teams, Jake. I think it's time. Um, so I will start because I wildcarded. I think that's, that's probably the way to go. Um, I was actually hoping to save my wildcard either till this week or until 16. Uh, the problem was uh, in game week six, I or excuse me, in game week seven, I rolled out nine players. In game week eight, there were a few more problems and max like best case scenario i was going to field 10 so i was uh i was pretty nervous about that and i kind of thought to myself you know at this point like at what point do we hit the threshold now i will admit that i looked at my team and there were um about eight guys or nine guys that i moved between game weeks um i probably could have got through the week i actually looked at my team i would have scored about like 50 points on the game week uh had i not played the wild card um, I ended up scoring 86 points playing the wild card. Mm-hmm. The average mm-hmm. was... F- what? Why are you mm-hmm. making that? Why are you doing that? No, uh, just uh, I'm waiting for you to finish your story. Let's keep going. Keep going. It's fine. Uh, so average points was 55. The game week rank uh, for me was 61,000. So like a really, really good game week for me is the first good one that I've had in a long, long time. So that felt good. Um, and it was mostly just on, I mean, everybody actually had a pretty decent game week because like everyone returned. The only reason I had a, an exceptional game week was because I captained Fernandez. And I didn't captain Fernandez because I'm uh, smart or anything. He didn't have actually a very high XG. Um, I captained him out of necessity and got lucky. So I, I'll just be very clear with what happened there. I looked at kind of my team and the thoughts were like, well, you know, I've got I've got Zaha going against um, against Leeds. Um, I have Salah um, who was going against Manchester City um, and though and in Rodriguez who was going against Manchester United. And so there wasn't really anyone I liked. So I just I stuck it on Fernandez. Um, the only mistake I made with my lineup was not I didn't play Grealish um, against uh, against Arsenal because Arsenal have been pretty strong at the back and I did not expect <laughs> that's a mistake. Yeah, I know that's my fault. I didn't expect them in an away performance to uh, to route Arsenal. Grealish is he actually uh, is very good. Yeah, he had a goal taken off the yep. line too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, could have, which had, is like, yeah, yeah. I could I would have been really lot. pissed because I would have been like up over a hundred points then. Um, and so, and an assist taken away. Yeah, which is yeah. funny. He's he's he uh, net, like if you don't have him in your team right now, I, I think uh, s- between the run that's upcoming and like just the way he's fucking buzzing as a player, like uh, he's got four goals and six assists, and the team has four clean sheets on the year. Um, y- you need to stop what you're doing and just take hits and get him in your team. Okay, that's what needs to happen. Um, so he's like almost captain material. Like I, yeah. I, I would, I'm, I, yeah. I'm, 
we'll talk about it later but like i'm i'm like do i double up and get an ollie too because ollie ended up getting two goals i think yeah i'm looking at so i have wilson hurt right now and i'm thinking of using my transfer and just i should have done that in the first place but we'll we'll see anyways so that's my game week uh i'm still terrible uh, but i'm just under two million now i jumped about a million places and i green arrowed in my leagues uh for the first time in a long time so um nice yeah yeah, so that's my game week, and I know you're pissy about it, but how did it go? For- and now you no, have Fernandez. I just think it's Good job. funny. I think it's funny because you like sent a like text like at like two a.m. Like I can't sleep. I can't believe I wild carded. I made such a huge mistake. Yeah, it wasn't Jake at two a.m. I texted you like in the afternoon. I was like, oh, I I kind of regret regret the wild card, but you know, I still yeah. in in do you actually- regret it now. Uh, I do, yeah, because of what's fucking going on right now with a hundred players being hurt. <laughs> So, yeah, I really wish I had my wild card right now as I had planned to save until now, but I didn't have the balls to do it. So, it would have been Man. great to have it now and to, like, bring in players that I knew were actually going to be around and were going to play. I feel like it'd be even a bigger Man. advantage, but. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, I'll talk about my team. Um, 68. Um, but, but as much as I hate to admit it, I will say this. I took a minus four. Um I brought in Grealish and Zayic um, from Chelsea, who I was a little bit worried about after I did it um, because the underlying stats were kind of there, but not really because he hasn't really played much. But uh, don't regret it so far. Um, We'll see how that plays out. And then um, so basically DCL got an assist. Che. Che Adams, who's been a, a stud. I wish I would have played him all these four last game weeks, but has 11, 8, 5, and got a got a goal against Newcastle and only one bonus point, sadly, so seven. <laughs> um, Jimenez is my other big problem. He's, he's a waste of money and space on my team, and it's getting really frustrating owning him. But I've been putting out other fires. Uh, Salah, solid game week. Uh, Zayic with 11. Uh, I think he had two assists. Yeah, two assists. He he's dropping dimes. He's got he's played basically two full weeks for Chelsea, um, and he has one goal, three assists, and six bonus points. So yeah. keep he's him been, on your he's radar. He's been really, really good. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like we both talked about him at the beginning of the season, and then you know injured. That's kind of the way it goes. I mean, it's kind of like the way the season's gone. But uh, he, he, for the record, was, I just want to throw this out there: he created six chances in the game. Yeah, um, yeah. Barkley, he's not going to score a lot also, of goals. Barkley also but... created six chances, which I don't understand, but apparently he's doing that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, six chances in the game. Yeah, yeah. Barkley, he's not terrible. Kind of weird. Um, but yeah, Grealish uh, with an assist should have had more. Chilwell I th- got a goal. I think he almost also scored two. If I'm, I don't know. I'd have to rewatch that highlights. Um, Lamptey with a clean, which was nice. He's been decent um, for his price point. And then Semedo was who Wolves just they they yeah gave up two PKs to Vardy because Vardy gets a fifty PKs a game. So you just gotta whatever um and then uh thankfully arsenal suck enough that my uh goalkeeper got a clean martinez from villa so yeah pretty pretty good game week um captain son so yeah could have captained literally anyone else but who who would have i don't i mean son son makes sense that's just the way it's been going so yeah uh green arrows um in most of the leagues except the psl super league which is a little bit sad that's impressive by all of y'all um and overall i am also i'm actually under two million now just barely good yeah um the slack team did really well uh 81 points huge game week and uh and didn't have fernandez and just captain kane and then got returns from literally every other player on the team except son and and rodriguez so uh, Martinez, Cresswell, Chilwell, Lamptey, Barkley, Zayich, Sala, Calvert-Lewin, and Kane all returned. And Captain Kane. So, team looks really good. Uh, you know, obviously, there's this news about, like, Brewster being having a knock. There's news about Chilwell having back spasms. But they'll probably be fine. Those are the only two little issues that the team has. And 
I actually really like the Slack team right now. I mean, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge Kane fan, but the problem is, I, I ha- you know, I, that's, I hope Kane blanks for like six game weeks in yeah, a row. That's now. not happening. It won't happen, right? Because he just because it of the won't because he'll yeah. get like five PKs during yeah, the right. time, but it, it he might matter. blink an actual open play. Yeah, that'd be great to see, wouldn't it? But we'll it's not going to. I really, if so, if he wouldn't have scored. I would have really flew this. We we would have. You and I both would have really flew this week. But he scored in the eighty eighth minute or whatever, eighty seventh minute. Yeah, and it wasn't. A, I mean, header. it was a good goal by him, but it was a complete goalkeeping error by Johnston or Johnstone or whatever the fuck his name. He he like literally. I came don't even out know halfway. your name. That's how mad I am he, at you. Yeah. <laughs> he just like I'm gonna take a few steps out so you can just head it over me, but I'm not gonna try to try to win the ball either. Yeah. Like I don't know. I yeah, I shouldn't make too much fun. I know goalkeeping at that level is hard but pretty yeah. pretty poor by at him. any at any level but um all right yeah. league dive i'm gonna read the top 10 you're gonna do the psl league uh show me the mooney connie murray connor murray at uh 10 at nine uh cruise control uh faisal hamid in eighth the blackjacks john duffy seventh uh chon chenoa fc jeremy latsky uh in six nods county dean nodzak uh, in fifth, Blue Panther, Zamajan. In fourth, Numerators, TG Vargrese. In third, Like a Virgil, Buck Sharp. In second, FC Dre. Uh, that is the hardest name I've ever seen. Olwalake Adwuji. Wuji. Nailed it. One, uh, Ranjan and it's Ranjan Pradhan. Uh, who had 81 points and is at 549 total and an overall rank of 12,000. So, Jake? Oh, God, seeing all these scores just makes me feel shitty about my life. Um, number five, new team, Mo Newman. Number four, uh, Lunatics North End, Patrick Coyle. 80 points, nice job. Uh, three, the Teeth of Suarez, Patty Pa. Uh, number two, Sporting Sideburns, Gaz FPL. And number one still, show me the Mounier, Connor Murray. But the lowest game week score out of everybody in the PSL with 51. Oh, so you suck. we're catching you. You suck. We're catching you, Connor. So, Connor, yeah. more like crapper. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Native American Drake. But yeah, I, I, you're right. Everybody just did so great. Yeah. Like Kanan, if Kane and Watkins wouldn't have put all those goals in at the end, I think I would have been okay. But yeah. Uh, so she goes, as they say, you know? Yeah. Um. So head to head leak sponsored by Master Happy Dildo Strokes. That's your nickname. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby Love writes in the biggest game of the season this game week. Two bitter rivals go head to head. Supporters have picked sides and war has commenced. The most important question is who is Jacob supporting in this week's massive head to head game? Bobby Love or Marco? I gotta, gotta root for my boy Marco. Sorry, Bobby. Yeah, nobody likes Bobby. That's the thing, right? I mean, I like Bobby. What? Yeah. Then go fucking cheer like for him, him, Jake. Why would you not cheer for him well, then? Well, because... I don't want I, your support. Like- uh, no, okay. I don't want your support anymore. You cheer for Bobby. All right. I'm cheering for Bobby. So Let's go, Bobby. Him. You love him so much. I mean... Why don't, why don't you marry him? Okay. I mean, I guess I could ask him. I, I See if he's interested. <laughs> I have a like, wife, nope. so obviously <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I had to kill myself. No. Yeah. Okay, hey, um, Bobby, if you want, I can start a wine business for you too. We can have two <laughs> wine businesses. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a beer business. Whatever, beer man. Wine. There you go. Get you started. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's, yeah. Jake's just Jake's just startup money for whoever wants it, right? <laughs> Just mm-hmm. love me. <laughs> Please just love me. I'll start a business for you. <laughs> oh, fun. We're having fun. Okay. Uh, we'll take a short break. Um, when we come back, we've got a game week questions uh, and some talks about captains and things like that. So stay tuned. 
Welcome back, second half of the pod. Just wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon members. Uh, we've got a pretty big crew this year that are helping support us. Uh, and those folks are all part of that PSL Super League. Whenever we read that off, that's kind of a, a tight league. We've got like um, we've got a group on Slack together, a group on um, on Twitter. But big news, we're, we're going to be moving over to Discord. So Gaz runs a lot of like the Slack and online stuff. And we've decided that we think we think the Discord's probably the move. It's a bit it's a bit more functional. I, I actually just yesterday kind of like started getting into it. Gaz has been working on it for a little over a well, a little over a week now, maybe almost two weeks, kind of trying to get things set up for us and just taking a look at if it's the right move. And and so we're thinking that it's more functional um, and it adds a few more things for us and it's a little easier to use. Um, and kind of keep track of. So we're considering making that move. I think that's what we're going to do. And, and anyone that joins our Patreon is part of that. Um, we have a pretty good crew in there that's active, watches a lot of the games and, and communicates with one another. And then obviously the Slack team, that's um, that's the big one. Uh, you know, we, we kind of vote on and work on the team together as well. So McNulty writes in, uh, when will the Art of the Die be releasing their Patreon tax returns? Uh, you have spunked the money on luxury cars and holiday homes. And now with the FPL community, failing there will be no 51 percent income at the end of the season we fear for the future of the pod and demand answers well i don't understand why you need to see the returns i mean we've we've told you that that's what we're spending the money on right like it's not like we're hiding it it's we're we're using it on luxury items okay um so yeah i don't i don't know why you need to see the tax returns although patreon now right like you got to like fill out all those tax returns now. I guess we're going to have to do that. There's all these new tax rules. It's annoying. Taxes. Am I right, Jake? Yeah, the worst. Can't take my money because I'm rich. Yeah. Don't take my money. Yeah, that's, hey, Florida voted for that guy and didn't go, didn't work out. So. Yeah, you guys tried to not have to pay taxes, right? Yeah, we tried. Although you guys don't pay very many taxes, do you? No, we don't. That's why I'm here. Right? Is it property tax or income tax that you don't pay? Um, property. Yeah, property tax. That's what I thought. Property. Something yeah, I'm pretty sure Florida's okay. no property tax or something like that. It's it's freaking crazy. Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. You just put all your assets into that. That's why people make so much money. Yep. Frustrating. Anyways, uh, all right. Let's get into the game week. So. Uh, game week nine is on the way. It's a Saturday early morning deadline for us. Um, we've got a lot of different questions, some things about kind of like Kane and Son. We have some questions about Chelsea, of course, as usual. We have the standard Liverpool defense questions, uh, a little bit about Man City and kind of their upcoming run. Um, yeah, I guess let's just let's get into it. So John writes in, is it time to keep uh, or move uh, Kane and Son on? Vardy and Sterling have the fixtures. One has the form and one's likely to bang when he sees an overweight bridesmaid with low self-esteem. Sorry, Sean Dyche, he says. <laughs> Your team is beautiful on the inside. What are some other options? Fernandez, Zayich, Richarlison. Um, oh, and he also says, thanks for telling the story of the fallen chorizo. I laughed so much it hurt. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're, great, happy, we're happy we, hurt, we're happy we hurt you. We yeah. really are. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the whole Kane and Son situation. What are your thoughts on that? Just initial Sun's thoughts. Out. Sun's out. Kane, you could consider still keeping, but I, it's almost not worth keeping Kane with the fact that so many other players for cheaper are still clicking, in my opinion. But I, it hurts because he's owned by so many. So if he continues to do well... He probably got bones. I don't. Did he get bones because of his one goal? I'm sure he did. Yeah, there's probably no doubt about that. So you're Week, you're weeks so like what? That you're thinking hurt. sun. You're thinking sun gone. Sun gone because his underlying stats aren't good enough for me. Um, I just don't think he keeps it up against better teams. Um, so I think it's time to move him on. Take the points that you got from him. Um, it it's sad. It's sad to see him go, but I just don't see how against Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves, that he 
outscores guys like Fernandez and Zayich during that time frame. Yeah. There, there's um there's been some stats floating around online that Kane and Son, you know, were you know, they averaged like eleven shots or something like that, or Spurs did in the first four game weeks and only averaged averaged seven shots in the second uh four game weeks. And the idea being that in the first four, you know, they play Everton, Southampton, Newcastle, Manchester United. In the second four, they play West Ham, Burnley, uh, Brighton, and West Brom. And so obviously those second four were a lot easier matchups, but the teams played a lot deeper. Um, and so people were kind of arguing, well, you know, now they're going against good teams again, and those teams are going to play, they're going to play higher up the field. Uh, and so it's, it's, you know, it's kind of worth saving these players. And what I'm, I mean, I, I understand, I understand the idea of comparing the stats, but in my head, that feels a little bit like confirmation bias. Like you're kind of searching for a, 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 a stat to, um, to, to justify holding on to the players. Like any of us could do that with any player, right? We can always find we can always find a stat that we're like, oh, look at this difference. Four shots a game. Wow, that means that I should hold them. And I just don't know if um, if that's the right move. The, the fixtures are really, really hard. And there's a lot of teams um, with players that are available that have much better fixtures that you could move to. I tend to agree. I think it's time to move them on. Um, don't get married to players just because they're, you know, because they've played well for you. Um, there is a time to kind of move to the next, the next set, right. Or the next group of players. And I think now is a pretty obvious time, just given the fixtures. Now I do get what they're saying, right. That like, maybe these teams play a little higher and Spurs like to counter, but I I don't know, like, you know, who's coming up here. I, it, you know, Manchester City is just going to possess the ball a lot. Chelsea have been a lot better defensively. They're not good, but Arsenal decent defensively. Crystal Palace will sit back. Liverpool is going to be pretty good. Leicester is going to sit back. Wolves are pretty organized. They only give up like one goal every game. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I think it's probably time. Well, the interesting thing about, again, Kane's a little different to me. The interesting thing about Son is he has 74 points on the season through eight games. What's the, I mean, like, if you don't look right now, or if, you know, people are listening to this podcast, what's the total amount of points he's ever gotten in a season? Like the max. I think it's like 160. Yeah, well, it, it's a little better, but 178. He's, for the last four seasons, he's been between 159 and 178. Like he, now he hasn't played full seasons. Like he tends to get like these random red cards and injuries. And so maybe he will be more around you know, 200, but he's already almost like halfway there to me. So I think now's the time to see what you can do with someone else, move on from him, let the people hold him. I mean, he's still owned by 60%. Like it's going to be harder and harder to make up ground. And like, I think to me, Fernandez makes perfect sense. I wish I would have brought him in sooner. I didn't think it would have, I, I thought I had one more week to kind of do it. Um, and I had to deal with like other players on my team, but you know, Fernandez is owned by not even half that. Mm-hmm. And he has teams like West Brom, Southampton. Now Southampton's been pretty decent. Um, but you know, West Ham, I, I don't know. It, it, their fixtures are a little bit of a mixed bag for a while too, but Fernandez is on penalties and son's not, I think, I think you can make an argument going somewhere else. Now Kane, with him being on penalties against these teams, like uh, he, you could probably hold him, but there are other players that have just been on fire at half the the price. Like I still need to get Bamford in. I don't know what I'm doing with my life there. And then uh, Ollie Watkins for Villa, like two, two players that are 6.1 mil. Like what else can you do? You could, you could literally keep son if you wanted um, and have like a Son Sala Fernandez lineup in the middle. So, well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, I think you're right. He, he asks furthermore in the question, like, you know, he said Fernandez, but Zayich, Richarlison, not super interesting with Charleston, but, um, but Zayich is interesting too. I mean, you know, I think we talked a little bit about him on the last pod that, you know, if, if, if he's playing every single week, he's going to be really quite good. And, um, like I said already, he, he led the league last week in chances created with six. That's a lot. Um, he led the league in touches in the opponent's half last week as well. So he's receiving the ball in dangerous areas. I mean, it's something that Havertz was not doing at all, 
right? So that's what I thought Havertz was going to be. Um, and it looks like Zayich is going to be that player. And, and I think part of that is just Zayich is like more, more mature, right? He's an older player. He's in his prime right now. Good player to have on the team if, if you can manage. Um, and in fact, if he, if he continues right along the way he is, I'll, I'll be getting him in. Right now, I just have a midfield that has a lot of really good fixtures uh, upcoming. So, you know, like Rodriguez with Fulham, Leeds, and Burnley. And I've got Zaha with Burnley, Newcastle, and West Brom. You know, and then you've got Grealish with uh, Brighton, West Ham, and Newcastle. So it's just kind of like a hold for now and, and probably make that move later. But um, okay, moving on. Uh, Mark ha- uh, says, have, have Chelsea finally clicked? Uh, can we rely on Frank-, Frank to play players in their best positions? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they've, I think they've clicked. Don't you, Jake? Yeah, I like Chelsea. Um, the, the hard thing is, can you afford more than one attacker? And I don't, I don't know yet. Well, or do you need like, more than one attacker, right? Is it just Zayic? I don't know. Not, but yeah. Right now, he's like really the only player. Havertz isn't putting up the numbers. Werner's Werner's good. He's expensive, though, again. I think we he's keep running into that yeah. problem with forwards. And maybe it'll calm down. But, like, you know, when if you just – it's really simple. If you click uh, in FPL, if you go into transfers and you click forwards and you start just looking – I mean, you do have Kane at one with 80 points, Vardy at two. But then you look at this, it's like it's Bamford, Calvert-Lewin, Wilson, Watkins. Okay, then you have Ings, who's hurt. Then you have Werner at 9.4. And then Adams, uh, Mape. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a ton of options of guys that you can pick from that are less money. I think as the season goes on, you know, the the cream will rise, as they say. Right? Isn't that the saying? Yeah. I creme, just don't think creme, so. I think Bam. I mean, creme de la creme. I mean, Bamford could put in a hat trick against Arsenal this week. I yeah, wouldn't be surprised, right? Because Arsenal aren't terrible. I get it, but yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> I just know. had to get my one Arsenal dig in on the pod as I do every week. <laughs> yeah, Arteta uh, yeah. will have him passing out of the back to Bamford. It'll be good. Yeah, can't wait. Um, can we rely on Frank to play the players in their best positions? That we probably can't really rely on. Um, he does like to move guys around, but it does seem like Zayich is kind of playing. I mean, he's mostly been playing on that right wing. Is that correct? Yeah. I guess the question is what what happens when Pulisic is back? Who's like, does Tammy leave and Werner goes up top? Because yeah, Tammy's know. been playing up top. And he's been playing and Werner's decent. been playing on the... Yeah. Yeah. He's He's been good. He's been good for them. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jamie D, is it time to ditch triple Liverpool defense? Uh, Having initially been an advocate for early transfers, it really does seem to make sense to hold them for as long as possible, given all the injuries. Any thoughts? We kind of talked about that part at the top. So now the Liverpool defense, I do think, is probably worth talking about. It's hard for me because I have Rabo. His underlying stats are very strong. Um, The team's not keeping any clean sheets, apparently. Um I don't, I don't know, Jake. I don't know. Um, you've is got. It, I think the better question is: Is it worth having any Liverpool defender right now? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I guess. Yeah, it's like Rabo flagged, Alexander Arnold flagged, Van Dyke's out forever, Gomez also out probably forever now. So I don't. Maybe it's I mean, worth Justin, just having. Like, maybe know. we should just bring yeah. in like uh, Nico Williams, who's probably going to start now for like the next few game weeks or something. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, it's 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 definitely an option. Um, I'm thinking of maybe just dropping him down eventually um, and going with like some some other interesting players, like Cresswell's was kind of on my list um justin for lester who i started the season with and then got rid of him um to go up to you know Semedo during my wild card who's been fine um but like justin's continually continuing to play for lester and he's 4.8 and has outscored by robo by three points i mean robo's good um their fixtures are mixed, um, but I mean they do have Brighton and Fulham in, in two of their next four. So like that's a great chance for him to get cleans and returns. I, I'm gonna hold him. I'm gonna see, but yeah, just just one Liverpool defender is still kind of where I'm sitting. Yeah, Cresswell's an interesting shout there. Even right, like four chances created in this last game week. Uh oh, Jake, what run. is going on? Run, run. 
They're coming for the wine, Jake, and the dildos. <laughs> get out of there. You'll never get them. You'll never get them, coppers. <laughs> what would you do? Would you just, would you like, drink a bunch of wine and then hit them with dildos? Leave me alone. Slapping yeah. them. Get the electronic I'd, ones out. I'd, I'd film it. Wait, you'd, so that they couldn't do anything. Oh, you'd film it. it. You'd do like the classic. <laughs> You're on film right now. You're on film. Like that? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, um, I hope that that works out for you. I really do. As you're hitting them with dildos, and they're like, "Can you, sir? Can you I'll stop? Let you know. Sir, sir, <laughs> please, sir, sir, get, sir, get that out of my face, please." Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm filming. That's <laughs> uh, a fun. It's a fun thought. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure what to do. I wish I had like actual advice on the, the topic. The problem with most managers, myself included, is. You have so much money tied up like in Robo and you can bring them down to somebody. You're going to, you know, you want to distribute those funds. And like right now with so many low priced players performing, I have like a ton of money in the bank. Now I don't, I have like 1.4 in the bank right now. I don't, I know that's not like a huge problem, but it's just like, I don't know where I'm going with that money right now. So until I feel like I do, it's like, I don't mind it being tied up in Robertson. I think he has a better chance of returns than a lot of other players. So I don't feel bad, like, you know, having him as one of my defenders. I That said, I, I don't, it doesn't feel like they're, as a team, that they're going to necessarily, like, turn it around and start keeping cleans. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's owned by, like, Justin is owned by more percentage players. Um, and I don't know if it's active or not than Rob. That's absurd, right? Really? Like, so to me, like you said, Robbo at 17% ownership is kind of a differential. And like, it's crazy to think of, but I'd prefer to have that. You know, he's going to get, he's going to get assists still. Like Liverpool are still going to score goals. Yeah. Obviously, Man City's tough and, and West Ham have been pretty good. They're kind of like, you don't know what, what game they're going to really blow it, but for the most part, they're only giving up like one or two goals a game against good teams. So they've, yeah. they, Liverpool have had a tough run of fixtures. They're going to play some easier teams coming up. Like I, I like having Robbo. Um, yeah, their their expected goals con- conceded is nine point six nine, and they've conceded sixteen. Now, one thing I do think we should talk about is that the XG model is, um, <laughs> is a little bit blown up this year. Have you like, have you looked, have you gone into that much? Have you looked at that? Mm, Briefly. So if you look at the XG conceded at XGC Delta for teams, so that would be the the number of goals you conceded minus your expected goals conceded, right? So if, if you have a positive number, it means that you've conceded more goals than you really were supposed to, right? Okay. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, if you look at the chart right now, there are one, two teams in the entire league that are are negative on the XG Delta right now. In the entire league, two teams. And there are multiple teams. If you look, there are Liverpool's leading the league. So they've conceded six more than they're supposed to. But there's Brighton at 5.7, Burnley at 4.5, Leeds at 4.2, Manchester United at 4.8, Southampton at 3.7. It's like, it's it's pretty crazy this year, like that that teams are scoring at such a high clip. And I talked about it a little bit on last week's pod. I, I really do think it has something to do with the psychology of fans being there or not there. I, I also said in last week's pod, I'm excited to see like when this season concedes and we start to see all this full data. If this continues like this, like some of the psychological studies that may come along with that, it'll be really interesting. Um, so anyways, I just, um, yeah, I'm really interested to see, you know, kind of the direction that that goes. Cause almost every team is, is outperforming like the amount of goals they're supposed to be scoring. Yep. Except wolves defensive stalwarts <laughs> yeah wolves um okay wolves. moving forward um what do you think from garf what do you think of man city's fixture run do you have any thoughts yeah <laughs> i like it 
<laughs> yeah, I don't like I Man like, City I like players. That. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, KDB. That's who I'm interested in, I guess. But Yeah, they have... So, um, they have... Let me see here. I'll just pull this up. They have... According to Fantasy Football Scout, they have the best overall the best attack and the best attacking fixture run over the next five that helps because they have Fulham and West Brom and Burnley in that mix. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. The problem was I was looking at city and I was trying to think like, okay, I probably want to get in on that run. Who do I want to get? So there's only for me right now, three players that I would even consider on the team, obviously KDB. Okay. At number one, uh, number two would be Sterling. I would definitely consider him. I know his stats haven't been as good, but I, you know, he's a player that that can go off and get a couple goals pretty quickly, and he'd be a good differential. And I guess the third player for me is Cancelo. Um, the problem with him, even though, is that you know, as other players get healthy, there's you know, there's a chance. Like Mendy's been out. I, uh, Zinchenko just got back. Um, you know, Ake is hurt right now, but could be back soon. You know, as players get better, right? Like he he could be moved, but his stats are very very good, and he started and played ninety minutes in each of the last uh, four games. Um, there's nobody else, is there? Yeah, and the problem, the other problem, which I don't know if we've talked about this much, is with all those injuries and them having to play tough games in Champions League. They, Man City just doesn't seem as deep this year, right? Like they just seem to like their their guys are just tired. I don't know. I mean, like, there's no, like, stats for that, but that's just kind of, like, my feeling. They yeah, seem more human. Yeah, they're not they're, superhuman anymore. They're a really interesting team, right? I, they're middle of the table for expected goals, and you know how I just talked about that expected goals, right, and expected goals conceded delta? They have not outperformed their goal scoring at all. They're crea- They're getting exactly what they, they deserve according to the numbers. And in my opinion and i don't have anything to back this up but given the current trends of the league where almost every team is significantly outperforming the goals that they're supposed to be scoring um the fact that city is not one of the most traditionally one of the top offensive powerhouses in the league that's that's a red flag for me about where they're at um and I don't know, you know, I talked a little bit earlier in the season just about kind of some of the progressive players that they've lost, you know, like with Sané and Silva and guys like that not being in the team. Um, obviously, I know Aguero being out really does hurt them because they don't necessarily have that central that central piece. Um, you know, but but I just, yeah, it's it's a red flag for me. And right now, I feel like I need to see a game where they really put it together and they really look like what they used to look like uh, before I start investing in them because they're so expensive. Yeah, that's the other problem. Yeah. It's it's And Salah doesn't... If Salah had a terrible run of fixtures, I would consider just the straight swap to Sterling or KDB. The problem is, is like Lester's not great, but we'll see. Smichaels might be out with his concussion. And, and then... But they have Brighton, um, Wolves, and Fulham. Like not terrible for like yeah. offensive return. So to me, it's like, I still kind of want Sala until I hear more news over Sterling yeah. or KDB. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Uh, FPL geek writes in Chelsea defense going forward. Not the easiest fixtures in the next nine time to switch to a city defender. It's an interesting question, right? That maybe you, you kind of jump off and jump on. Um, Chelsea have had a, a relatively reasonable run of fixtures in the next handful are pretty tough. Um, they are, Chelsea right now are the lowest in the league in expected goals conceded um, at 7.38. Um, and they've conceded a total of 10. So they're, again, just like everybody else, um, you know, kind of getting scored on more than they're supposed to, but um, but but not giving up great chances. The thing with Chilwell is, you know, like maybe you have Chilwell and maybe you have James. They're both playing so high up the pitch, especially Chilwell. Um, And so I like them for that reason. And I think that they'll continue to keep some cleans just because they'll they'll dominate teams and games. Um, Right now, I look at my team and I think, man, I got a lot of other fires before I can do that. And I've just played my wild card. So that kind of sucks. Um, and again, the only player that I'd maybe jump onto on City would be Cancelo. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, I, you got to look at your points per match. Um, Chilwell's leading the league 
uh, behind at Nuri for Wolves, who I think played one, one or two games, and he's gotten 15 points and two points. Um, Chilwell's played five games, and he's averaging 41 points. Uh, two goals, two assists. I think he's also had he's averaging some 41 goals. points. Or sorry, he's averaging 8.2 points a game. He has 41, but he hasn't, he didn't play the first three game weeks. Like, if anything, you could argue you should go with Chilwell and Zuma. And like their fixtures, I get it. They're not great, but like Newcastle and like Arsenal can't score. Um, Villa's mixed in there. Like Villa's been pretty good, but Chilwell for sure. He's not leaving. Sorry. There's just no way. I would rather switch like up to to Cancelo or someone else with a different player. Like until Chilwell stops scoring for like 10 weeks in a row, he's in my team for the rest of the year. Mm, nailed it. Wow. Big words from Jake. Then like next week, uh, Cancelo or somebody else will like have a goal and Jake will be like, <laughs> I transferred Chilwell out for Cancelo. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, all right. Gotcha. Wilson, yeah. Wilson writes in, what's a reasonable number of players to expect to field this week? Seven question mark, eight question mark. Um, <laughs> it does feel like that right now, but I do agree with some of the earlier comments from people that, you know, a number of these players will be okay. I, I do think, you know, like, so Chilwell, they're saying it was back spasms and that he should be fine. Okay. Robbo, I don't know. There's a chance that they rest him just to like, let him get better. There's a small chance Wilson's okay. He might miss one game week as well. Um, Salah, there was just a report that he tested negative one time and he has to test negative twice or something like to now be cleared. So I don't really know what's going on there. Even if he is cleared, there's a chance that they might just like rest him anyways. I mean, I think most people should be able to get out 10 or 11 (laughs) players this game week. I know there's a handful of other players. I was just looking through uh, the Premier League injury table, uh, Ben Dinry's website and... Um, yeah, I know that there's a million guys hurt right now, but um, I would say most people get out 10 or 11, don't you, Jake? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she also asks, is it better to it. bench style or transfer out and risk not affording to get him back? Uh, does it change if transferring out is for a hit? So I'm looking at that right now. So so part of me was like, all right, maybe... Maybe I move Salah and I, you know, I go in another direction here if he's for sure out. Um, I think I need to see what the reports are. So the initial reports were that he might be stuck for two weeks in Egypt, which would mean he'd get back right before the front end of, of game week 10. And I was like, well, that could mean that he misses game week 10 then as well, because maybe, maybe he hasn't been training. I know like uh, in America, we have these, I don't know if it's like that overseas, but like we have return to play protocols for athletes here um, where like, I know like our collegiate and like youth level athletes have to go through a number of um, like training days before they're allowed to begin playing again. I don't know if the Premier League has that as well. Um, and the reason for that is because they're they're seeing like all these um like in Division One football, there were a number of players that experienced uh, like heart issues and lung issues after uh, coming back from the virus. So I don't really know what's going to happen there. Um, we need to see, right? We need more information on, on a lot of these before we we start deciding um, what we're going to do. Also, Wilson, I had I had requested people sending questions and nudes. So Wilson sent in a bunch of um, a nude color palette she sent me, which was nice of her. So I was trying to decide what color to paint. Uh, my bathroom so mm, nice because then i'm gonna try to match it to my skin tone okay so that yeah, when i don't good. have clothes on i'm like you i'm like camoed in the bathroom you know yeah you, you never know when that's gonna come in handy <clears throat> well when you're hiding don't you ever hide well yeah but i mean like hiding from like intruders you know your wife like it could come in handy all of the above multiple times yeah all of the above yeah, yeah. uh all right desperately seeking do says follow up question for extra credit should we use this opportunity to ditch silent liverpool get uh p- period given the team may have to set up more defensively with ta vvd gomez and possibly robertson all out desperately seeking do we haven't heard from him in a while huh yeah he's been busy playing in serbia yeah, blast from the past. And Kiwi Nick, uh, also one we haven't heard from in a while, says, uh, <laughs> or will they go 
uh, or will they go with gotta score more to compensate? I'm I don't think I I don't think like if Salah if they say he's gonna miss one game week I think I'll probably hold him. Yeah, agreed. I mean he he's a captain against Brighton for me. Yeah, he has sixty seven points right now. He's currently on a better pace than he was on the year that he scored like whatever that was three hundred points. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't see how you move him. Eight goals so far this year. He's uh, only blanked in two game weeks of the eight. It's like you just capped him every week. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna keep. I could see. I could see. Like we said earlier, I could see maybe moving Rabo, but but yeah, I'm gonna keep Salah. Um, Kenny says, looks like Liverpool defense are decimated at present. Are they worth targeting? We've we've talked about that a little bit. Keith. Uh, since only four goalkeepers have enough saves to even average earning a single point per game week, are goalkeeper save points overrated? Also consider that the four play for Newcastle, Sheffield, West Brom, and Fulham. Um, not exactly, is it Cheyenne Mountain level defense? What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Must be a English thing. Is it? What if I look no, it up? Must be Should a, I look it up? I don't know. Yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, I, it's in Colorado. Sucks to end the... <coughs> yeah, isn't it? Wild? Uh, Colorado, I mean, Colorado Springs. Is the yeah, it's in Colorado Springs where the the base is, military base. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I mean goalkeeping. Uh, I don't want to end the the pod with this question, but I guess we'll take it. Interesting change of pace. Um, yes, they're overrated this season. Um, and yeah, the only player probably con- considered keeping out of those four would be Darlow for Newcastle. He's got 35 points, but you know, he's not cheap. He was five to start the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's more based on clean sheets right now. So like, again, I think McCarthy and Martinez are like the two goalkeepers to go with. And there's a reason that they're owned by, you know, 20 and 27 percent but but it's pretty i mean like it's across the board there are you know one two three four five six goalkeepers yeah six goalkeepers with 33 points to 41 points so it's pretty spread out and you know like pope and leno are it's just it's hard goalkeeping's hard don't just don't waste your transfers on a goalkeeper that's all i have to say yeah just put one in there and you hope for the best you know that's what she said yeah. Done. Done. Uh who are we captaining this week, Jacob? I'm gonna make the mistake and chase points and go with Fernandez. I just don't see how West Brom keeps up that defense again. Plus Fernandez can shoot the ball. Um, unlike, you know, Son and Kane from distance. So yeah, sit back sit back, West Brom. Let Fernandez just pick out the, the corners. Terry right. team part. Thanks for ruining it. Thanks for ruining Fernandez for the rest of us, Jake. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, he's also owned by 25, 25%, so I'm excited about that. Like, yeah, I don't the, know. The last couple captains have been Sala and Son, and everybody and their mom owns them. So, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, only your mom, Jake. Okay. Cause nobody else's mom plays. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But, fair. uh, no, the, the, the only thing that I, I know that this is kind of dumb, but like, if you look at Fernandez's home versus away stats in his career with Manchester United, which I know is not that long, but we're we're creeping up now on almost a season's worth of matches. Um, he's like terrible at home. Huh. Did you know that? That's interesting. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. It's cr- no, it's crazy. Like it's really crazy how bad he is. Like uh I think he scored something like 70% of his points have come from away matches. I, I don't know. I got to look up the exact numbers, but That's I was weird. just reading about it the other day and I was like, that is so weird. Um, but like, I think, you know, you just go with, you go with the most obvious pick. And and for me, that's what it is. But like you said, only owned by 25% of the, of the, the FPL world. So who's the other pick then? Like who are the other players? Because there's not a lot of uh. other, it's like, 
it makes sense that you chased points this week because there's not a lot of other great options. I mean, Chelsea is the other obvious team that kind of stands yeah, out, yeah. right? Um, otherwise, it's maybe like hard. Grealish could be an interesting yeah, pick against I like, Brighton. Yeah, I like that, but it seems way too risky even for me. I would probably lean... I, I just don't like Zayich for, like, a uh, captain aspect of assists. Like, it just seems too risky to be like, oh, I like this guy because he's going to get me, like, two, three assists that game. But that's who I'd go with for Chelsea um, or Werner. But he's just – I just don't think a lot of people own him. Um, if I had to, like – if I had to pick someone else besides Fernandez, like, right now, I'd probably actually go DCL – just because Fulham defensively are yeah. not good. Like, I think he yeah. at least gets a goal against Fulham because um, he's just always inside the box and just has to tap it in or head it in. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if Tim Ream's still playing defense for Fulham, should be good. <laughs> That's our captain you're talking about there. <laughs> My captain. The USA captain. <laughs> what a joke. Uh, all right, so you've already made your transfer. Um, I'm deciding on if I'm going to make a transfer or not. Um, kind of depends. So I have, um, I've got Wilson who's probably hurt and we don't know what's going on with Salah. I, we don't know what's going on with Robertson. We think Chilwell will be back. Those are my guys. Um, I have three plain subs on my bench that can all come out on and help me cover things. So, um, I need to get some news from the, the pressers and then I'll make my decision. The options would be Wilson up to Calvert-Lewin, Wilson to Ali Watkins, um, and that's probably it. I would do one of those two moves. Do you have thoughts on either of them? Oh, man. I like them both. I honestly would lean um, Ollie, I think, but I, I looking at, I'd have to look at underlying stats. I mean, I think DCL this week's a little bit more safe, but Brighton aren't great. Uh, Villa have better fixtures total. Yeah. Like for a longer run, right? For a longer run, yeah. <clears throat> it just sucks having, like, you're like, do you really want two Villa attackers? Right. But, like, That's the answer is, like, wondered. yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The answer is, yeah. It's weird. Okay. What a weird year. Like, Villa are good. Yeah, it's crazy. They were so bad last year, too. Yeah, so it goes. All right. Um, well, that's it, Jake. Uh, follow us, everyone, on Twitter at DiveFPL, online, DiveFPL.com. Uh, download our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Remember to send us in. You can do it via email or via Twitter DMs. Uh, send us in a send us in a fake review of our pod, a bad review. Don't post it online. Don't do that. That'll be, it's bad for us. Um, but send it. We'll read them. Or That's just funny. give us five stars and do it. That's fine. So it's like a five star, but then you roast us. Yeah kind of funny yeah it's a good laugh you can do that if you want to do that i don't care um anyways do that join our patreon do all the nice things and just help keep our podcast moving here um you know it's weird international just a weird year in general i don't know somebody dm me the other day i was like hey are you guys like still around you guys like still doing stuff and i was like listen man like freaking working 60 hour work weeks and like we just had this really scary election and everyone's dying from this fucking virus like Honestly, I like pretending doesn't exist. I know. Like I, I love FPL, but like, it's just kind of getting the, it's backseated right now in my life. It's, I'm doing it just cause I'm enjoying it. And like, I like to chat with everyone once in a while and whatever. And like making fun of you. So we make this podcast. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember you should dive. I'm going to go play with my cat. <laughs>